Hello everyone, welcome to the Lesbian Supper Club podcast. Another day, another dyke. Another dollar. But we do this for free. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, hello everyone. How are we today? I am sweating my fucking little tiny egg fried tits off because I've decided to come to the Levi's studio in a full vintage Levi's set. It looks good. I love, and I recently posted it on my Instagram, but when you're sat in a quite a hot studio in quite a thick double denim um, set, it's not the best decision I've ever made. Particularly because as well, whenever we come to the studio, we're arseholes and always drive here, which is in central London. And somehow we're shocked every week to discover we can't find a fucking parking space, which today meant that I had to park a good 15 minute walk from the studio and then walk in this very thick two-piece to the studio in, I wouldn't call it sun because this summer has been fucking horrendous. Who else is just fucking sick of it? But it's it's hot, like mugginess, stickiness. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm sweating, but I'm good. I don't actually sweat because I'm a little snake, so I don't actually perspire. I just get hot, so yeah. I don't sweat from my body, which is weird. And I should probably get that looked into. But ignorance is weird. bliss. It is weird because I, although I have been, so generally I never feel thirst either. But I have been feeling quite a bit of thirst recently. But now Freya's diagnosed me with diabetes. So I've gone from some <laughs> weird kind of snake reptilian disorder to being a full-blown diabetic as per Freya's diagnosis. Yes. Um, but she's called me and diagnosed me with much worse. So I'll take what I can. Diabetes is just the least of your worries at this point. I wouldn't worry about that. It's probably the least of yours, actually, because you have to live with me. Yes, yeah, so true. And... Scarlett is also wearing her brand new shoes that I got her yesterday, which are, I think, are they gazelles? What no, are they? They're the know. Munichs, aren't they? No, I don't even think they're Munichs. They're like Adidas something, but they're fucking cool. They're, um, they're really cool. They're, they're like yellow. A, like a vintage yellow colour. Um, it's like a 70s yellow. Oh, they're sick. No, I love them. Thank you. Um, but I'm very glad Scarlett's had a bad couple of days. So I'm on girlfriend duty and I thought... Freya's made them worse, but... Um, I have made them worse. Other than so the thought, trainers. Instead of making it even worse, I will get her some trainers to make Thank her you. love me again. Thank you. Has it worked? No. Oh. But I do appreciate them. So you're just... They're, they're now fresh trainers for you to run away from me in. Exactly. Lovely. Yeah. I love that for me. But I'm not going to do it too soon because I don't want it to be obvious. Adidas, more like Adios. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That could be a new marketing plug for them. It's just to to have a load of lesbians running away from each other. Oh my God. And be like Adios, Adidas supporting the lesbian breakup. Yeah. And talking of lesbian breakup, actually, we've never segued into a topic so fucking perfectly before. Look at that. Um, I feel like Ellen. Today's episode, we actually want to talk about breakups again, but not heartbreak, breakup in a different sense. So last week's episode, we spoke about narcissists, Mm. controllers, manipulators, and sorry, guys, but it didn't surprise me. So many messaged, so many of you messaged us um, to say, wow, this fucking hit home. I'm either in this situation, I didn't realize how bad it was until I've heard someone say it out loud, or Mm. I was with someone like that. And Mm -hmm. First of all, I'm not surprised, but I am really sorry to hear that. And second of all, if you're still there, get the fuck out. Yeah. 
Um, and I know it's not that easy. And I think we're going to talk about why, why it's not that us. easy. So breakups. Breakups. Two things. Breaking up with someone. Being the breaker upper. Mm. And being the broken up with. Freya, what is your Fuck advice me. for breaking up go with crazy. someone? Go crazy. Just go absolutely. Actually, considering walls. your history, I don't think you're a good person. To just maybe advice. just like cry all the time. No. Not being the broken upper. What is your advice for being the one to walk away? Oh, okay. Um, I think, honestly, it just comes down to the point where you really start to put yourself first if you're in a relationship that isn't serving you. Not only that, if you feel like you can't put yourself first, um, say if you're not like happy in the relationship, put the other person first mm. by, by doing them the favor of breaking up with them if you're not in love with them anymore. Like if you're genuinely breaking up with someone because you're like, I'm not in love with this person anymore. I don't want to be with them. You're not doing them any favors by staying with them. Like that is just so cruel. Um, You can just rip off the bandaid and let them have some time to like figure out what they need in life. Wow, that's quite brutal. You're taking a grouch stance on that today because I was going to go in <laughs> way softer, but you've done it for me. But so I'm going to no. play innocence. Yeah, today. But, I, but I think that it's good. I think that you've got to be cruel to be kind in situations like that. I think the way that you actually do it is different depending on the type of relationship that you're in. Say mm. that you're in like a healthy relationship, right? You can definitely have that conversation in person, sat down. You owe it I to that person. wouldn't do it yeah. in a public space. No. Um, I've I've had someone do that to me before, and that's just psych psychotic. I to was be just honest. wailing my fucking. If you're calling head off, off a situationship, or you're calling off anything pre well, it's lesbian terms pre three months, I think a public like sitting down for a coffee, this isn't working, is fine. Mm, anything mm -hmm. post six months, if you're do breaking you know up what? in a public space, I'm all is brutal. I, I know this sounds bad, guys. This is probably controversial. I'm for a text breakup. So am I. Because you know well, what? You save them the embarrassment. Yeah. If you well, actually text them, you can always meet them yeah. afterwards. Yes. But you give them the exactly. message and say, look, this is how I'm you feeling. You want to say in a really well contrived way. You're on your own yeah. right now. So like maybe that's better because you're not going to like cry in front of me if, 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 if it's not been very long and you don't want them to like cry in a cafe or, or whatever it might be. So you're be. saying if I want to break up with you, I can just shoot you a text? Definitely not from you. Oh. Not in a relationship that's You like, can't give fair, advice that you wouldn't take yourself No, rare. no, no. Hold on. This is what I'm saying though. It's like short-term relationships. Because okay. I, th I controversially think. I think even a long-term one. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree entirely with what you were saying in terms of kind of plant the seed, mm. say what you want to say in the best way you can possibly say it. Mm -hmm. Give that person 24, 48 hours to actually take digest that, it. digest it, conjure up what they want to say, you know, how they want to approach the situation mm -hmm. and then meet up. Yeah, I think that the the good thing is to be like, look, I want to speak about this more in like more detail in person, mm -hmm. but I feel like I, I owe you this right now and like send over like an explanation I think via text. That only works though as well, thinking about it more. If you think as the person who's breaking up with the other person that the other person is going to think it's come out of the blue, because there's a lot of ways of when you're breaking up, actually, mm. you can sense both it. parties can see it. Yeah, um, it's just who kind of takes that leap because comfort in a relationship is a massive thing, and the unknown is horrible and scary, right? Yeah, but if yeah, um, but if you got yourself a crazy on your hands, shoot them a text, block them. 
Oh, uh, yeah. If you've got yourself a crazy, yeah. go to the police station first. Yeah. Warn them. Yeah. Warn friends and family. Find yeah. a safe house. Send everyone your address. Slowly put the things in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, train the dog on a house bolt out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drop the bomb and <laughs> fucking run. Actually, we had an argument yesterday. <laughs> Fuck off. Scarlett did manage to get Ziggy out of the house very quickly. Now that you've just said a trained dog (laughs) bolt out, have you been doing fire drills with Ziggy? Yeah, of course I have. you were out of that house like a fucking flash. You pretty much lassoed the the (laughs) (laughs) lead lead around Ziggy's neck. Yeet! Into the car. I heard a bit of silence. (laughs) And then then I hear the Adidas bags opening up and I'm like, oh, she's off. You wound me dog. up. The dog. Is Guys, there. always going to give it to Ziggy's you. Ziggy's looking like back at me like, what the fuck is going on? We had on? A, a big argument over something really quite ridiculous that didn't need to escalate, but it did because, you know, we don't always communicate in the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually not communicated very well recently, yeah. I think. There's been a lot of external stresses which yeah. have taken from I think recently we've been communicating shockingly, actually. Yeah, and I will own that as yeah. well. But I think it's because... There's been a lot of external things which have kind of driven our usual routes of communication Mm -hmm. out the fucking window, quite literally, and the dogs come with it where I'm concerned. (laughs) But Um, I do have to laugh at that. But the thing is, for me, I'm all for when it comes to, you know, it it gets to a point during an argument or a conversation where nothing else can be said, and all you're doing is nitpicking, Mm -hmm. biting. I'm all for walking out the door for a few hours, and some people are like, oh, you're always leaving, or you leave, and it's like, no. I literally have nothing else I've to say. I've gotten better at letting you as you well. You have, though. yeah. Because before I would really, really panic. And yeah. that was really not good of me. No. And you try and keep me and I try would be and worse. keep you in the house because I'd be like, no, this is ridiculous because in, but in you've my, also got a lot of abandonment I've issues. I've got a lot of abandonment issues, but I'd also just like not in like a violent way, but I try and keep her in the house and I'd I'd because I just thought if she left, that was it. Wouldn't come back. Whereas now you know that like it's so much better to give each other it that is. space. And then if but we it gave come, me time sometimes to we come cycle back over to Selfridges yeah, and buy exactly. your fucking shoes. It, it, sometimes we come back and then have a calm conversation about it. And sometimes mm. we realise it doesn't need fucking talking about at all because it's pathetic. There's one thing about us is that we get over things ridiculously quickly. Yes. But I think it's good because it's it, because it's nothing really monumental No, if either. it was something big, I wouldn't be getting it over no, it quickly. But we do get over like arguments very quickly. I hate... Grudges. Uh, not even just grudges. I say this to you all the time and it's such a simplistic thing to say i just want an easy life mm. and i'm you know me every, so i think I. people you know listening to this podcast know that if i've got something to say i'll say it but only if i feel really necessary there mm. are a lot of things in my life that i just swallow and get on with because i can't be bothered yeah but so do i and this comes to the same with you know arguments with you or anyone else that I don't want to drag it out. Say mm. what I've got to say and I move on because life, it is such a cliche. Life is too short. I don't mm. have the energy, nor do I care enough. No, fair you know, enough. And that's not to say if it wasn't a big thing. Yes, of course, I wouldn't just bury it and put it under the yeah. carpet. Brush it under the rug. Put it under the carpet or brush it under the rug. Maybe <laughs> I could do both. Um, yeah. No, I, no, do you know what I mean? I'm on, your, I'm on your page. But yeah, back but that's to why the we kind of... Over it quickly. Yeah, the breakup <clears> thing is like... There are multiple... Th- you need to analyse the person that you're with. You need to analyse why you're breaking up with them. Mm. So 
you can still be in love with someone. You talk mm. about falling out of love. You can still be in love with someone, but know that it's just not going to work for yeah. you. And oh, again, I think so that warrants a text and then an in-person conversation. If the relationship is toxic and you're looking for an out, I, I, you know, call me an arsehole for this. If the person's treated you a certain way for a certain amount of time, I have no qualms with sending a text blocking. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You do not owe anyone who has done you dirty in life any explanation or time. for the day you finally walk away. Or any more time. I'd be like, no. do you know what? I actually, I'm saving myself. And the thing is, and we now, mentioned this I'm in the last go. episode, you can't reason with these people anyway. So you're not no. doing yourself or them justice you just go by around having a conversation. Fa- and do you know what, guys? You'll just go around in circles until they find someone else. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. And that can take any amount of time. Usually will be quite quickly Quick, because... Yeah. They, need they can't it. be they alone and they off feed the off the blood that. of yes. their victims. Um, yes. But yeah, no. But what not to do when you want to break up with someone is don't start to cheat. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us don't are scared to be alone. And so what we do when we know the relationship is ending is try and find something else before it's ended. Do you ever ended. think, though, that maybe cheating, I know this, again, controversial. Do you think that maybe cheating might actually aid your relationship? So say, for instance, you're in a relationship and you're kind of like thinking, is the grass greener kind of thing? Mm. And then you cheat and then you're with someone. And, and you realise that like, it's not. No, this is not what I want, actually. Yes. I do think that that can happen. I agree. But then I think if you've got to that point anyway, just because the grass isn't greener with the new relationship or the fling, the grass still isn't green enough with your current relationship yeah. to go and explore if the grass is green. I think it's like the do lack you know of respect. I mean? I, there is a lack of respect. But then also, I feel like people cheat because of themselves. They don't cheat because of them. No, it is completely. Yeah. It's not about. Uh, it's, it's so cliche. But it's not about the person. Yeah, no. It's I not. really don't think oh it yeah. is. Uh, look, I have no idea. I'm just. I'm just wondering. Yeah, it's just happened. we're speaking openly. We we've, we've said it before. We come into these conversations completely on her. So we are quite literally spilling our thoughts as they're coming out onto these. What mics. else not to do? Don't get somebody else to do it for no. you. No. Don't get anyone else involved. No. No. S- you can speak to other people yeah. that you trust. Be careful who you talk to. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people in this world who feed off of other people's unhappiness. Oh, they love it. They love it. And then Mm. they're all over you like white on rice. They, you know, they want to help you. They can't do enough for you. They're the best friend ever. And then best believe that very same person, when you eventually find someone else or find happiness, Mm -hmm. you won't hear from them because misery loves company. It do. Um, So think about the right people to talk to and ask advice on. Mm -hmm. Don't just go to your knee jerk people. Think about who's actually going to help you. Also, yeah, don't like shrug off accountability for shit. Like, the thing is, is that when you're breaking up with someone, they're most likely going to get angry and they are most likely going to start saying, I disagree with you. you. No, 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 no. But if you genuinely think, yeah, do you know what? They're right. You can say, yes. Yes, but if you're breaking up with someone, going over the history of the relationship and that person then getting angry with you and having to accept. But that person is going to do it. They are, but I don't think you have to stand there and accept the responsibility because the relationship is ending. Yeah, but you can accept responsibility to help them heal because you could be like yeah do you know what that was shitty of me and that's why we're not together and that's why we're not together yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no I do agree but I also don't think that if you break up with someone it doesn't give that person permission to just ho- constantly fucking hurl abuse at you yeah and then talk about you like you're the biggest piece of shit in the world just because they're angry mm. that and upset they've been broken up with and then oh. suddenly you're the worst person ever and it's like yeah but you've just been with me for x amount another of time. thing not to do is to carry on communication as normal this happens in lesbian relationships. Yes. You'll break up. Or the merge to friendship instantly. 
but not even that it's like still the same like text every day or yeah. like call I or do I don't think that's right it's it's very common and I, I do think it's possible for lesbians to become friends with their exes yeah for sure proof in the pudding we've spoken about this before yeah. but it needs a big time gap in mm-hmm. between you both need to go away live independently live separately and mm-hmm. then come back and form the friendship don't just go from the relationship to the friendship for for instant comfort because it's going to tarnish it in the but long run. The thing run. is, though, in a lesbian relationship, you do literally become, like, one fucking person, right? Yeah. And that person is your, like, safety blanket for so many things. The one person that you would go to when something monumental like this happens in your life is, is the that person, person that it's happening mm-hmm. with. So that is so yeah, hard. Yeah, but again, that's and why. So, no, no, I, I, I'm saying, I'm not saying that you should, but what I'm saying is it's so easy to then be like, oh, my God, I feel so alone and I can't talk to yeah. them, ab- her about this. Yeah, so the whole urge to merge thing, you know, I know it's easily done, but I don't necessarily, and I think we in the community kind of glamorize it in a way. Mm. Um, And I don't think that's right because I do think it gives people a loss of self-identity, which then does create these issues when they break up because they suddenly don't have the friends they Mm -hmm. once had or they have stopped doing the hobbies that they have loved. And I've even said that to you recently. You know, we now... We've always spent a lot of time together, but we do have separate friendship groups. Mm-hmm. We have our same friendship group. We have separate friends. You know, we, we do are, do do things alone probably. And I'm going to be honest, not as much as I think we should mm-hmm. just because of the nature of how much we need yeah. to be together yeah. now. We work together. We, we have the dog. We live together, you know, and I think that's a priority. Like I said to you recently that I want to start getting into motorcycling again. Yeah, and I love that. Because I want to do something for myself. Yeah. And it's the same, you know, for you. Like, you love going to the gym. And I think you need to find your outlet again. Like, what does that look like for you, your mm-hmm. personal outlet? At the moment, we're just so busy. It's not as easy said as said than done. But I do think generally we're very good about good. But that's with why it, it's good to have like conscious. a motorbike because you can just go out and exactly, hop on that and, and it's, it's your own private time. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to what you were saying then, yeah, around you know, it the breakup becomes even more scary because you don't have anyone to turn to. That person is your person. I do think we all need to make a really conscientious decision. Um, sorry, not decision. A conscientious. Yeah, it's kind of decision. Yeah, it's a decision within yeah. ourselves and within the relationship, and be honest about the need to remain separate people. I think you can just like speak to your girlfriend and be like, "This is like yeah. this is a bit much." I f- I feel like um, you can even say that sometimes it can be a bit like suffocating. Mm-hmm. If you're like, "God, I just need," and it isn't because of you. It's not you know yeah. people people need to stop Very taking normal. things so personally. Yes, I'm know? not saying that those relationships where you are super close and you do do most things together are necessarily bad. I'm not saying that at all. Mm. I think they can work. I think they're very, those relationships are beautiful when that person is your best friend, you do everything together. Mm. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is if you don't have pockets of outlets outside of that, Mm. I can't see how it is wholly good for anyone, any relationship or then creating any sense of self if the relationship ends yeah for sure you I mean, bound yourself dude, that, to that person that so much that happened to me when when i had my breakup uh, yeah. my last breakup i lost ex- everything like mm-hmm. who i was what the fuck am i gonna do now it's how i felt like yeah. I, I didn't know right i, I take it because from you me. made that relationship everything and, yeah and that I isn't I, and you've said this I mean you've also said this young inexperienced also 
it not wasn't that person's fault. You own that that was your fault, right? Mm -hmm. And this is the thing. We all have to take onus of ourselves. And, you know, we can't always blame the other person for... As tempting as it is. Because yeah. I love blaming other people and not myself. Yeah, for being like, oh, well, I didn't do this because of you this is. It's like, no, 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 no. You're in control of yourself. You have to set the narrative yeah. for your own boundaries and just know that you have control at any any given point you girlies that are in your toxic relationships a i'm so sorry to hear that so many of you actually resonated with it mm -hmm. but b you know you've got your lesbian bodyguards right here and we're going to coach yeah. you through the way of being able to manage that you know when it comes to breaking up with a toxic person you do need to set yourself very clear away from this person. Mm -hmm. You need to be like strategic as fuck and mm -hmm. sneaky. But even if it's a good breakup, again, you still need that separation. Oh yeah, you, can't you totally do. One to no, but also it's like it's healthy to just like them be apart as much as it sucks. You need to, and that's the only true way that you're going to find out who you really are yeah. and what you want and everything else. And and so then on the flip side. How do you best deal with being the one that's been broken up oh, with? fuck me. Talk about your last breakup then, Freya, and say what not to do. Okay. Don't like, drive an hour to their house with just one drag of an item of clothing. Literally. There's an opportunity to see them. Literally. I'd stash <laughs> a little Polaroid or a little letter in the back. <laughs> just with my perfume on it. And do you know what? <laughs> There's nothing fundamentally wrong with that. It's actually just really sad. sad. And I understand oh, that sad. level of desperation. Yeah. But it's just no good for anyone. Don't don't wake up in the morning, have a black coffee at 8 a.m. and have a really shitty roll with no filler in it. And just fucking hate your life. I was acting like something out of Girl Interrupted. I really should have been on a psych ward. Mm. There's no doubt about it. I was fucking loopy as shit. Mm. Like, I... Oh my God, the crazy shit that I would do. I remember at the time I worked in a cafe and um, and any song that came on just made me cry. Like it could be a happy song <laughs> and I'd be fucking bawling my eyes out. <laughs> and I was like stood on like dishwasher duty because clearly I was mentally unwell. You couldn't face a customer. A customer no. actually couldn't face you. No, no, no. <laughs> and I got so desperate to the point where like a customer would ask me how I was. And you give them the honest truth. Oh. Like, do you know what? <laughs> Not good, actually. When they just want you to say, yeah, good, thanks. And yeah. you start crying into their coffee. No, literally, I'd be like, no, I'm actually not great. I'd like stand over the uh, the dishwasher and just like bawl my eyes out. My tears are just dropping oh, into the water. You. I was just in such a bad horrendous. way. I could not it's, regulate it my emotions. It's just horrendous. Though. It just, no, but do you know what, though? I ended up pissing myself off because... I couldn't like, I stop, stop this, the but I don't know how to. Yeah, and I couldn't stop being so sad. But you I were like, coming oh, off antidepressants okay. at I this was. time as that well, was weren't bad you? Bad timing, man. You should have got straight known. back on those. She should have known. Yeah, but I wanted to take control of my emotions. Sertraline mm -hmm. makes you the numbest Numb. like person ever. It made me a bitch. Yeah, we're both big Citalopram girlies, aren't oh, we? Citalopram's brilliant. Citalopram's <laughs> my fucking kink, baby. Oh my god, love her. I think I think it could be actually put into role play. You know, a bit where you like slide your fingers into right, my no. mouth and then get the Citalopram no. and pop it on no. my tongue. No, no, and then, and then spit no. down my mouth for me to no. swallow. No, so hot. So <laughs> no. <laughs> We Maybe are two people sat on this podcast. We are two people <laughs> sat on this podcast today talking about how to deal with a breakup in the best way possible. And, you know, I threw shade at Freya at the start of this. And I'm throwing shade at myself because I haven't dealt with a breakup well. No. Actually, my last breakup, I was the breaker upper. Mm. And I, I do think I dealt with that really I well. Do I think, think I dealt with that. Agreed. 
Um, because you ultimately do have control. Agreed. Once, even if you weren't even into that relationship anymore and somebody breaks up with you, it's like, whoa. It's classic human psychology. It's no, a, it's a it bruise to the ego as well. We, mm. we are all egotistical beings and having yeah. someone let you go is fucking painful. And knowing that you don't have control You suddenly want it. something. You get told you can't have something, you'll want it more. Yeah. But I think what we're trying to do now is set a better trajectory for us all going forward. Right? So we're not talking about the history. We're talking about the present and we're talking about the future. I think it's honestly distraction. Is distraction. Really First, acceptance. If someone doesn't want to be with you, you have to accept and let that also go. Also change the narrative, like I said earlier. If they, I'm like, if you don't want to be with me, I don't want to fucking be, be with, with you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to have that level of self-love, which yeah. isn't easy to achieve and obtain. No. But you have to, so you have to straight away start working on accepting and loving yourself and not taking the breakup as a rejection of you. It's just a breakup and the person wants something else for them. It's not about you. And I think it is stop romanticizing. To stop thinking it would be better second time around. It wouldn't. Stop thinking that you can win them back. You you may be able to, but it wouldn't work. You'd go back down the same route. I do truly believe that. So it's acceptance and like inner work, I think, about loving yourself, building up your own confidence. And then I think I agree with you. Second step or coming coinciding with first step is distraction Mm -hmm. and surrounding yourself with your friends your family Mm -hmm. and doing things that you love Mm -hmm. as much as you possibly can even if that is just going to the pub and crying over a pint with a friend with a friend yes do that 100% agree don't bring it to the girl that's broken up with you do not bring it to to her to keep that separate because also that's your way of gaining back the control in a way because she will be expecting you to be calling, to be messaging, mm-hmm. to be begging, to be doing everything. Well, assuming right. if the person that's broken up is not a good person, not in all cases. Not but in all cases, but it's pretty, it's pretty normal. Like I feel like quite a lot of people expect that their partner is probably going to do that. Maybe, they break the, up maybe them. they like that the chase. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want that so, personally. But so then, actually, you take that control and you're like, right, well, you don't want to be with me. What more is there? To to discuss. discuss exactly you've already said what you've got to say done. you don't want to be with me then i can't be with you mm-hmm. obviously clearly because i don't have a choice anyway but like i wouldn't choose to be with someone that didn't want to be with mm-hmm. me what kind of life is that exactly it's shit so yeah surround yourself with friends family and then i think thirdly challenge yourself to something new yes that you didn't do pre-relationship that you didn't do during the relationship so it mm-hmm. may be a hobby it may be exploring something new about yourself it may be you know picking up um something intellectual that you always wanted to challenge Mm -hmm. us find something else to distract you and challenge you in a different way and girlies we know that you've got your finger on the fucking pulse when it comes to that hinge button field or tinder don't go back on there don't you dare this is me talking right now Mm. and i I it'll make you you. worse don't do it you're actually over the breakup do not go back on dating apps won't make you feel better especially because of the comparison thing that we all yes. have like you you get broken up with and then you suddenly go onto hinge and you're and you're flicking through all the girls and you're like none of these mm-hmm. are like my girlfriend and you start well, that's because like, you can't be with someone after a breakup you go for a sense of self-rediscovery mm-hmm. and you become a new person mm-hmm. or a newer version of yourself and 
you then only find someone once you've found that newer version of yourself and you're ready to open yourself back up in that way. I think trying to, if you'll, you'll be damaged from the breakup. Mm-hmm. A damaged person going on a dating app, put a plaster on a pretty deep cut, yeah. is not going to work. However, if you go to a bar and there's a really hot girl and she wants to make out with you. Yeah, do it. Do it. A hundred percent. great. Do it. That's, that's brilliant. Do that. So, yeah, find it. And then I think like, Fourth and final set step is kind of touching on what we've just discussed there then, is like, how do you step back out there? We've had a lot of people actually message about yeah. this. I think, honestly, people are getting more and more into like the organic way of mm-hmm. dating, but it's harder to do that as a lesbian because like, Especially if you're in a small town, etc. Yeah, et it is harder, right? Um, but I think once you know fully who you are after that breakup you've really enjoyed doing the things that you really want to do and maybe that's like traveling or getting a new job that you really want or whatever it might be right you're really rock climbing hiking yeah hiking you filthy lesbians what else lesbians love doing building a fire yeah you're helping helping women yeah all given times i think by rediscovering yourself i would be surprised if you didn't find a a new group of people and b potentially your new person yeah someone that's actually suited to you and again it's such a cliche but i don't believe in massively looking for it no i do think that if you're you just have to put yourself out there in the world in the right way. way yeah not to look for someone you need we all need to do this more just put ourselves out there Mm challenge ourselves to do like i've been talking about for example getting my bike license again yeah i still haven't gone on and booked the cbt we're doing it after this i need i've been talking about it for three weeks and i still haven't done it and the only person that's a dickhead for that is myself yeah Uh, because i i'm not even scared i don't know what it is that holds me back but every day that goes by i'm like why have i not done it oh it's like me with a haircut though yeah Right. I've literally I, I need to get my hair cut. Have yeah. I booked it? No. No. I think and, about it every and, day. And those it's things stupid. aren't the easiest stuff to do. It's putting yourself out there, trying something new. Mm. But I do think it is the most rewarding thing mm-hmm. you can do for bite yourself. Bite the bullet. Yeah. Just you bite just the bullet. Have to do it. Fucking do it. Don't give yourself any more excuses if you think about it. And no matter what you're doing, just fucking do the thing. Mm-hmm. Book the thing, whatever it might be. And you know, when you have that level of confidence, the right people, like you said, will be attracted to yeah. you. And it will energy just, is it real. will be like fucking melted butter yes. going back into that yes. field as a new built, confident yeah. woman. It's energy really is real. And what you put out mm-hmm. comes back round. Oh, yeah. I believe this so... Phrase to say it to me all the time, and I never really believed it. I believe it. I... Mm-hmm. truly believe what I speak comes back to me. It does. In the sense as well that if I speak negative, it comes back and it yeah. bites me on the ass. If I speak positive and I keep, it's not always easy, mm-hmm. but really challenge myself on keeping a positive mindset and speaking positive things into the world, mm-hmm. they come back tenfold. Yeah. But I want to hear if you guys are kind of like trying to get back on the bandwagon, tell me what your blockers are. Or because what then has worked, actually. Yeah, or what's worked. Because then I think we, we know what the blockers are. But yeah. if there's any of you that have has done something that's worked. Yeah. Also online communities. Yeah. The Lesbian Supper Club. Yeah. See people that follow this, see the people who yeah. comment or like or whatever. Yeah. And you never know, you might find we could be like a little matchmaking well, service. Well, eventually one day we will um, be a matchmaking service. And we will be service. in the middle. Um, but going off of this... We did this a few months ago on our TikTok, but the rate game, talking about girls and talking about different types of girls, the rate game. So basically the rate game is, for those who don't know, you 
will say like an amazing woman, like a 10 out of 10, right? But uh, she poos herself three times a day. Yeah, exactly. What does it make and, her? And then what does that make her to you, right? Yeah. Out of 10. Okay. So some of you might have a poo fetish. Then Go that might make you a like, 20 oh, out of 10. 20 out of 10. Some of you might be like, don't care how hot mm. she is. I wouldn't touch her foot with a 10 foot barge pole. Yeah. Okay, Freya, hit me first. Okay. She's a super hot girl. Looks a bit like Jodie Comer. Mm. But when she kisses you, she does cat bum lip. I think you've asked me this one before. I haven't. Okay. Maybe I've just got trauma. Cat bum lip. A four. I couldn't four deal out with of that. I couldn't deal with that. Mm. It would give me the biggest ick in the <laughs> fucking world. You lean in for a very slow kiss and it's then all of a sudden say, cat bum lip because I've got a funny one for you. Okay. Okay. She looks like Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Lovely. But every time she comes, she meows like a squealing cat. Meow! <laughs> <laughs> That just sounds like me. Um, I was going to say, that sounds like you. What um, is she? Look. <clears throat> she turns like full feline. Earplugs were made for a reason. Okay. okay. She looks like you Angie just put your hand over her mouth, actually. And she's meowing. Meow for me all fucking day, okay, babe. She's fair. still a nine out of ten. Fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take that to be fair. Um. Okay. She is... So hot. She looks like Charlize Theron. However, every time that you go to have sex with her, she pulls her ass cheeks apart <laughs> and you see that she has braided <laughs> her bum hair. Braided it? Braided it. <laughs> She's braided her bum hair and she pulls her ass cheeks apart every time. But you pulls have her ass cheeks for what? Just to show me? Yes. To show How long for? <laughs> <laughs> How long for? <laughs> Um, for a good like for a good minute so she makes me like look at it and admire <laughs> <laughs> nah no <laughs> minus 10 I'm not doing that no. I'm simply no I'm not doing that I might be a bad I'm not doing that I might be a bad lesbian I'm just not doing that okay she looks like Zoe Kravitz mm -hmm. mm. but when you go out to dinner together she orders a Coca-Cola with a glass of wine, like a large Coke. Mm -hmm. And she sits down and it's like a ritual that she has to down the whole pint of Coca-Cola. And then the Coke's like all round her mouth, like bubbling. <laughs> and she like grabs her sleeve from mm -hmm. her elbow down mm -hmm. and just wipes it. Yeah. And then goes really loud at you Arse this now. is every time you go out for dinner or lunch or anything i don't know i might be weird but i would actually probably find that quite endearing because i feel like honestly when you're talking about it, it sounds like something you'd do yeah, yeah it quite is to be fair so um, i was gonna say burp then i was like but that i do actually do that <laughs> so i can't even it, like, babe you do a lot worse than that what just any amount of food on you will be wiped on your top it doesn't matter what it is and even you'll always like grab the tea towel and like wipe your nose with it. No, like I that. don't do that. I wipe my lip and you always think <laughs> I'm wiping my nose. It's weird. <laughs> it's not okay. weird. She looks like... <laughs> who, who do I want her to look like? Okay, hold on. She looks like Megan Fox. Mm. But every time she goes to eat... She has to spit on the food really aggressively on her fork. Uh, I know. But she looks like Megan Fox. Yeah. It's 
hard, isn't it? I think I'd get used to it. <laughs> I'm only knocking her down one. <laughs> I, so you go out for like a really nice man and she said that. <laughs> I don't like actually care about everyone else. Yeah, no, fault. but that does, because I, I don't care about anyone else looking Fair. at me. I'm just like, it's if I can deal with it. Okay. I think for I think it would put me off my food if I'm honest with you. Yeah, but you're more funny with stuff like that than me. I'm more vulgar. Well, what is she then out of 10? So she, Megan Fox, I'd give a solid nine out of 10 anyway. Mm-hmm. She'll go down to an eight. Okay. That's it. That's fair. I wouldn't knock her down that hard. I'd knock her down to a four. Really? Mm-hmm. If she did that. Interesting. Yeah, I'd be like, oh. And I love to eat. Okay. She looks <laughs> like Margot Robbie. Mm. But every time you... So she makes you go to Sunday lunch with her family every week. Oh. Is it Christian? No, it's not Christian. It's just <laughs> I, I really had to, dis- to think about. No, that, they're not Christian. It's just a Sunday lunch. Okay, makes you go to a Sunday lunch with her family every week, and every time she walks through the door and sees her brother, she runs up to him. He picks her up in his arms, swings her around, and they kiss on the lips. And she thinks it's absolutely fine. And she like gets annoyed at me if I bring it up. Yeah, kind of thing. if you're like, that's weird. She's, she's like, like, no, no it's, it's not. not. Yeah. Mm. Oh dear. Mm. Hmm. But it's Margot Robbie. But it's Margot Robbie. And maybe I could forgive her on the God's Day. Um I okay. I've got Monday to Saturday. This. Monday to Saturday, she's ten out of ten. Yeah. On a Sunday. You can't have it all. She's a two. Yeah. I what do you know what I'd do? Mm. I'd always stall in the car. Mm. So I'd be like, you run on in. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna Or I'll make it weird. You they run kiss. up and do it as well. They kiss and I go, oh, yeah. No, Freya. Yeah. Freya, no. They go. No. They kiss and I go, oh, do no. it again. No, we're not doing that. You're not doing that. Yeah. No. Maybe. Just out crazy then. No. no. If you if you You've just gone from a six to a minus two for me. Cr- out crazy. No. Out crazy every time. No. No, that's not <laughs> <laughs> Talking uh, of unacceptable, can you bring up the horror story for me to read, please? Because I haven't read this one. And you chose it today. Those rape games really make me question both of our sanity. Honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, as long as a woman is just letting me touch her boobs, honestly, she's a 10 out of 10. (laughs) This is short and sweet, but I feel like it's an interesting one to talk about. Okay, so this person wrote in, hello, I love the podcast. Thank Thank you. you very much. Okay, so this story tied into the latest episode about casual sex. So I had a co- So I had a co-worker ask me to walk her home and she asked if I wanted to go inside. I knew what she wanted, but I hadn't had sex in six months, so poor judgment there. We get to doing it and she wouldn't let me leave. Became almost a hostage situation (laughs) for two days. When it was over, I wanted nothing to do with her. Fair enough. She, on the other hand, called me her girlfriend. Oh, God. And became crazy. Made work awkward as fuck. Now, almost six to seven years later, (laughs) she still contacts me via vague accounts on social media and even paid to get my email address to send me emails. And now I'm a bit traumatized to do a one night stand with another. Nuts. Wow. Nuts. Wow. That is... It's giving Joseph Fritzl. That is crazy. Yeah. Right. So, we said this before. 
I'm not a fan of the whole co-worker thing anyway. I mm. don't think anyone is meeting the love of their life as a co-worker in their office. Well, they might. You never know. Uh, they might, but statistically, it's going to be very low. It's going to go it down. Is it worth... Although, I don't know what their handle is, just quickly off topic. But there's these two lesbians that I came across on TikTok the other day mm. that met at work, like, fell in love at work and still work together, and they kind of film now they're oh, that's like cute them getting ready to go to work together and they're like in the elevator and stuff and they look like the cutest lesbians in the world Aww. so they've given okay, me so hope yeah but that giving you hope <laughs> generally okay look the hostage situation yeah generally it's not going to work so i don't think we should be fucking with or or fucking full stop our but co-workers. this ain't even the problem but that's for me. not the issue the, the co-worker issue is, is not even the issue the issue is the hostage. she's crazy she's just crazy what did she think was going to happen when she didn't let you leave for two days i i can't answer that because i would like to think that i'm not that level of insane no like it would just never cross my mind i would be so embarrassed to hound and harass someone who was clearly giving me signals they didn't two seven years later still yeah but this is what i mean clinical insanity has to be jail has to be like severe, severe psychological I'd problem her. there. So would I? I'd go straight. I'd be straight to the police. I've got no qualms of doing that. No, straight that to the police. That is harassment. Straight inju- harassment. injunction. Yeah. Um, protect yourself as far as possible because Girls, yeah, ain't these nothing things can wrong. And this is again mentioned it last week. If this was a man, mm-hmm. we would. And I'm not giving men any kind of leeway. Very much deserved. I do think we give women more leeway with these kinds of mm-hmm. situations than we do men because they they yeah. generally aren't statistically aren't as no. threatening, but a physically aren't situation as is giving very much Jeffrey Dahmer like it's it's yeah she needs I mean I d- I hope you have already and if you have and it hasn't worked I'm really sorry but the police need to be involved in that she needs an official warning but babes okay you're saying that you're still scared for a one night stand and this was like six seven years ago you're gonna be fine yeah. That is rare as fuck. Exactly. Again, it goes back to the probability, right? Yeah. Now it's happened to you. It's not going to happen again. Well, maybe you're just so hostageable. Maybe the people just look at you and think, oh, God, I just want to keep you in my house. Lock you in. Maybe. Not let you leave. If you're, oh, I've got an idea. What you should do if you're worried about it, mm. hotel. Yeah. They can't keep you hostage in a hotel. No. Because you can bang on the walls as people next door. You can have your own key card, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So maybe or have the person back to your house. Because someone mm. can't keep you hostage in your own house, no. really, can they? I'm like, thank you. I love staying Do home. things that make it easier for you to get back into the, uh, sex in the car as long as it's not public indecency. I'm all for. Just don't go back to the person's house first and foremost until yeah. the trauma is broken or until you know that you can trust the person. Yeah. Which I don't. Actually, I'm not going to give that advice because then there's always one going back to another house. And uh, if we're not going back Look, to one another's house, happens, it's public sex, it? right? But for this person particularly, if you've got a bit of trauma, take control of the situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't sleep on the first date. Try and get to second or third date just to ease yourself back in. Mm. If you desperately do want to do a one night stand after a night out, yeah. Toilet. Not in the car if you've been drinking, if you haven't been drinking in the car. Or hotel. Lesbians have a toilet. Or 
Oh uh, yeah, toilet. There's nothing wrong with a bit of a toilet as long as the toilets are half sanitary. Yeah. Because some gay club toilets are well, actually, Vile. nearly all gay club toilets. Why are, are they so gross? The devil's pit. Do you know what? When we have our lesbian bar, the toilets are going to be so lesbian sex like, friendly. Yeah, and like probably the bougiest part of the whole place yeah. because that's going to get it's the most juice, get and that's where the most fun's going to happen, yeah. right? Yeah, it is. Go- it's like going back to all of the other things, like you know, the previous horror stories where people have said the same thing. They're traumatized. Mm. Number one, if it's happened once, it's very, very unlikely to happen again. Mm-hmm. Number two, the longer you leave it, the worse it'll get. But girl, I am sorry because that is PTSD. Right? Oh, there. it's that horrendous. Is, that is giving trauma. So it I'm, is. I'm really sorry because that's really shit. But you can move on from it. But yeah, no, we're we're here for you, girl. I'm, I'm sorry. When you do go on your other one night stand adventure, I've got another fantastic know. idea. Send me if you're planning on. So not if you've met the person, obviously you're out on a night out. Don't do that. But if is if you're planning a date with a Tinder, a Hinge, mm-hmm. a Field, a dating app type date, mm-hmm. send me their fucking profile because I'll tell you quick time just by looking at them if they're crazy or not. Oh my god, yeah. Because not Same. only have I got a stellar gaydar. I've got a fucking fantastic Stella Crazy Dark. Girls, it's in the eyes. It's in the... Yeah, but it's not just the eyes. It's a whole compilation of things. I'm not going <laughs> to give away my risk assessment no. skill. <laughs> Send me the profile. I yeah. will vet these motherfuckers. And like, I no will tell tomorrow. you from their bio. Particularly, particularly, you know on Hinge where they do the voice notes? Oh, definitely. I can tell you within note. one second of a voice note if she's crazy. Yeah. So if, that's gonna, if that will make you feel better, let me vet them first. Send us your crazies. Lesbians, as always. It was uh, lovely to speak to at you. I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope we've brought up a little bit more trauma for you and made you think about some other things. I think we're all just giving you a slight existential crisis at this point. Um, But that's kind of why you tune in, right? You're looking for the answers to the unknown. Like I love, I love talking about women and I love talking about girlfriends. I love talking about breakups and lesbians in general. Yeah. And we're in the Levi's studio again today as well, which has been we're so back nice. We're in the Levi's studio, which it's is really nice because we were from home last I week. I love it here. Same. I just love it here. We've it's got so good. some really exciting things coming up, by the way. Super exciting. We've got some really exciting guests lined yes. up, which I think you guys are going to really love. And I'm really excited because I think these people are going to really teach us a lot as well and give us a lot of insight on this community that you know even we don't have experience or understanding of to the degree that i would like yeah so you guys honestly the support from the start i want to just say this again has been we love you so much unfathomable unfathomable yeah Yeah, i just can't say it quick you're all incredible Mm -hmm. generally Mm -hmm. i am blown away by the level of support and just the genuinity of the people that we have conversations with is so I think we have the best heartfelt. The yeah, a hundred percent. You guys are fucking so. Please hilarious keep messaging well. us. We do see. I think nearly most of them. We yeah. don't always have the time to come back, but we, we love you and we one. love the messages. Mm-hmm. And you guys fill our conversations most days, and single handedly keeping this relationship alive yeah, because we absolutely. ran out of everything else to talk about. Absolutely. Okay, love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.